0: Hey everybody, this is Kevin coming to you from Smoggy, Southern California. Wildfires are no joke, folks. Live several hundred miles away and they're still ruining my morning. Just wanted to let all of you know before we get into this episode that we did have some issues with the sound quality on Devin's side of things. Hopefully by the time you get to the next episode, we will have that quality back up to the levels you expect from I Ruin My Childhood. But in the meantime, really hope you enjoy this one. It's really good. Extra long for you. Extra content to consume. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you. Devin. What's up, Kev? I discovered something interesting uh, watching this week's movie, a return to
1: Oz, I was a really brave kid. Yeah, you know what, bro? You must have been. Because I just saw it for the first time, and I'm still shook.
0: I don't just fly back to Kansas.
1: Return to Oz.
0: Yeah, this was, this was a movie I saw several times, probably between the age, I'm going to say, of like 6 and 11. Several? Several times. Very. I, I think it's a Disney movie. This movie was made back when Disney had balls. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't afraid. This is, this is back before they fired Don Bluth. This is when yeah. they were making The Black Cauldron. All of those movies from like the early, mid-80s. They're not yeah. afraid to get dark. So it was on the Disney Channel a lot, I think, back in the day before they had... You know, this was before Hannah Montana. They didn't have that
1: content. That They put that on TV for kids?
0: Of course, oh, yeah. nobody. I mean, this is the the early days of Clinton, George, George H.W. They weren't you, paying attention to that kind of stuff.
1: You, you 80s kids are a mess, all of you. Each and every one. Reaganomics in that movie. Reaganomics sucks? Or tell us something we don't know, motherfucker. <laughs> messed the eighties up.
0: There was a lot of Reaganomics in this movie. I mean, all of Princess Mombi's heads—like, which one she could use? It's like she has to have a lot of heads because the heads trickle down. So, other people <laughs> have heads. You
1: know. damn. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the socio-political uh, undertones there. I was too busy shitting my pants uh, while <laughs> watching the movie.
0: This movie is very closely based on. Books by Frank Baum, I believe. Frank Baum. I almost
1: said Frank Oz.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He did Yoda. He did the (laughs) series named after himself. (laughs) What was interesting to me is this the I, I watched this and the beginning of it, not the beginning, beginning, but once she gets to Oz, I was thinking to myself oh, you know, there's some weird, creepy stuff in this, but then, you know, flying monkeys are kind of weird and creepy in a way, and, you know, houses falling on people. I guess there are kind of dark things in the original Wizard of Oz movie, but after watching this and thinking back on that, I can't help but think, I think that that movie, I'm curious what your take is on this. I think the original 1930s Wizard of Oz lightened up the theme and content of the books, whereas this was more true to the books.
1: For 100%. This, as a full-grown man, frightened me. <laughs> I'm not I, only scared, I was frightened.
0: I have written <laughs> down here, it's like, going dark, Tin Man's history, cut up piece by piece.
1: Like what, That's what, you wrote that down? Oh, yeah. Apparently, the Tin Man became the Tin Man because he had an enchanted axe, and cut off all his limbs, including his head, and replaced them all with 10. And apparently that's in the book. So yeah, the 30s one lightened it up a little bit.
0: And and the way they frame that too, this is uh, Dorothy Gale, a couple months after the events of the original Wizard of Oz. Uh, she's She can't sleep. They're trying to rebuild the house. They're struggling. Uh, she's got a chicken that won't lay an egg. They, they take her to a, an insane asylum It kind of for children but also it seems like maybe for everybody and the psychiatrist (laughs) portrayed as this bad guy uh, interviews her and he's like so tell me about these dreams you've been having in this place of Oz and she opens up with this story it's like well let me tell you about the tin man a man who got cut into pieces piece by piece by his own axe it's like oh yeah clearly you don't sound like you have any problems
1: Dorothy right yeah I mean, to her credit, you're supposed to trust doctors, I guess, at that age, however old she was supposed to be. This movie but, does not want you to trust doctors. No, again, Reagan, I not want you to trust, it, trust the healthcare system. Uh, but I was hearing that for the first time, too, because I didn't know that was a 10-man story. And then the doctor is just like, hmm, well, all right, well, let me just wheel out this thing so I can shock your brain. and explain it to your aunt, your <laughs> mother, whoever that is. It tickles uh, your brain it takes the bad electrodes out and puts the good electrodes in simple as that i did like and they do this in the
0: original wizard of oz too i did like how they tied everything in so it's like she sees a face in the machine and she gets the little jack-o'-lantern as a gift from the other girl and like all that stuff comes back when she gets to oz again um real quick about uh dorothy played by of yeah. Waterboy and Island of Dr. Moreau fame. And the craft. Uh, but she's pretty good in this. Uh, child actors, very yeah. oh, hit and miss.
1: I'm a person and my name is Anakin. Uh,
0: she really does well with this movie. I thought she was very convincing and a sub- extremely aged down Dorothy Gale. Like Yeah. yeah. She, she came back from Oz about, I don't know, 16 <laughs> years younger than when she left in the original pretty sure. pretty's version. One thing that kind of goes unnoticed is a little girl drowns in huh? the beginning of this movie. She goes to the asylum. She meets this girl who gives her the jack-o'-lantern. She's really sweet. They run away during this big storm and they end up in this river and the little girl quote unquote disappears, which is another way of saying she went under the water and is never seen again, not even at the end of the movie when Dorothy comes back from Oz again. So yeah. I don't know what everybody's thinking. The, the message of the movie is like, oh, she didn't drown. She was Princess Mombi. She's in Oz. No, she drowned.
1: Like, yeah. I guess the other girl didn't have a search party looking for her because
0: yeah. they said, oh, we found Dorothy. All right,
1: we're going to pack it up.
0: <laughs> Where is that girl's family?
1: It's just, Wait, there are two sets of
0: footprints. I don't know, whatever. Pack it up. This movie, rich with puns,
1: uh, <laughs> Bellina with the one-liners, man, oh, yeah. throughout.
0: She was a chicken that uh, couldn't crack eggs. She goes to Oz and she starts cracking wise.
1: They've all been turned to stone. Oh, let's wait. I see a bunch of stiffs. Well, I guess we're in the rocks. We're definitely not in Kansas anymore, don't we?
0: You got the the moose head, like a, a, a taxidermied head that they bring to life and then they attach it to a sofa or a chaise lounge or something. and they, yeah. and they he says later, he says, oh, I should have quit when I was ahead.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. The last thing I remember was being in the woods and hearing a loud bang. Now I'm attached to this couch.
0: <laughs> That's well. the kind of dark humor I can get behind, Disney. <laughs> I'm curious, what what's, what to you stuck with you the most? What was the most horrifying thing?
1: Uh, probably, honestly, bro, the asylum. I mean the wheelers they they definitely got me the the wheelers just get like the reveal of them like you just see this figure like on arms and legs and wheels attached to them, like like something out of like silent hill that was meant to scare people they, there there was nothing like whimsical about that like the at least the flying monkeys they were like goofy a little bit they were funny some somewhere. but th- this one they were just like it was like a bad acid trip you know. Dude.
0: There was a little bit of an effort. I remember I wrote down here, uh, when they're in the deadly desert, which is where Dorothy enters Oz through when they're passing through it. So they're literally like hopping from stone to stone so they don't Mm -hmm. die. And there's this cutesy music playing, like they're frolicking towards Oz. So there was like this little bit of an effort, but I think that in earlier shows we've done, like with Jumanji and stuff, I've said, uh, that this comes from the era when they weren't afraid to get dark with kids movies. Kids could handle this kind of stuff. You know, this movie is traumatic as an adult. It is terrifying. I love how in the asylum, uh, to go along with the theme of technology being bad, even a light switch is sinister. There's a scene where Dorothy is alone in her room And somebody flicks on the light switch and she turns around with the most terrified look. The camera zooms in. It's like this horrifying thing. Light! Because she doesn't have electricity in her home.
1: Remember when we first did the Jumanji podcast, I said, what would the movie be if Sarah Whittle...
0: Sarah Whittle?
1: Just followed her. If it just followed her after Alan Alan gets sucked into Jumanji, this is what would happen. They would take her. She wouldn't be able to sleep for months. They would take her to an asylum some dude would explain something creepily. Then they would strap her in and then shock her. And that's probably what happened.
0: And then she'd have a talking chicken guide her through a magical land with a lady who switches heads. Exactly. That is, by the way, so going into this movie, I was the one who had seen this before. I'd seen it multiple times when I was a kid. I haven't seen it for ages, though. I would say at least 15 years. Um, I've maybe seen little clips of it online, but... The big thing I remembered was the wheelers mm. uh wheelers, and they were scary. The wheelers were very disconcerting. their laughing thing is it's like they have the laughing disease that the joker had in in the walking <laughs> where it's like no matter the situation, they have to laugh
1: um do do, do the laugh It's like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever the sinister version of a mating call is that that's what that laugh is. yes,
0: exactly. Uh the scariest thing though, and I remembered it once it was happening or when it was about to happen. Uh the Princess Mombi stuff was really creepy to me. The changing heads, as soon as she was like introduced, I was like, oh yeah, there's the lady who switches heads in this movie. And I remembered that being scarier watching it as a kid. And specifically the scene, there's a scene where Dorothy has to go into Mombi's head chamber and go into one of the rooms and get some magical dust and she has to open up the thing and that one of the heads wakes up and sees her and alerts the headless body and i just remember that being such an intense scary scene that mm. truly is the stuff of nightmares
1: the uh, sound that it made it was like <laughs>
0: a bunch of heads staring and screaming at you while a headless body chases you as a young child. I mean, yeah, I can't, I I can't even imagine being that scared. And I'm sure
1: I was that scared. Yeah. What were they doing? What was this movie rated? What
0: was something? So we've talked a lot about what has been traumatic and terrifying. About What was something you really liked appreciated about this movie?
1: I loved the animatronics in this movie. We did I didn't see a lot of that growing up. So seeing it now is all the more impressive, I feel like. Uh Pumpkinhead, I forget his name, Jack, I think. They sh- they should they should have called him Jack o' Lantern. He was played by Brian Henson, son of Jim. Um he was cool. He 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 was goofy. But like the, the chicken effects, you know, actually looked like a talking chicken. Um the TikTok uh that guy you know he's bopping around i'm sure there's someone in that suit but like it was the practical effects i I really liked and i really appreciated it
0: it was very inventive and very original like just so it had such a unique look to it that i really appreciated that too even in scenes where you can tell it's a set or something like that i just like the look Mm -hmm. was so intro visually interesting that it make up for it i really liked the uh to, the claymation, I assume it was claymation anyway, effects for the rock people, the yeah. gnomes, especially like the early stuff where it's like just the face etchings talking in the in the rocks. I thought that was really cool in a kind of creepy way uh, that isn't actually too scary. I also did like sticking with the gnome stuff. The gnome king, I liked how he became gradually more and more human as more people got turned into trinkets um i thought that was really cool he didn't look so convincing when he was like the big vengeful monster at the end nah. um but i yeah. but yeah i thought you know, all the practical effects were really cool he had TikTok the army i was always really disappointed one thing i remembered watching this disappointed as a kid that TikTok wasn't he is a one-man army and what is his yeah. what is his technique for fighting off villains and monsters and <laughs> things that may attack Oz? Just spin, Just spin S- with a paint bucket in your hand.
1: Spinning, spinning, thinking and talking. That's all. You wind him up to think. It's unstoppable. Wind him up to speak. Invincible. Wind him up to <laughs> to move where he can spin and think and speak at the same time. wheelers don't no stand a chance. No. Give him a bucket in his hand. They we didn't even dead. They, <laughs> no other plan of attack just to rush him. Can't beat that spin attack man, with the lunch pail. He was, I will
0: say uh, he was definitely very clever. Like the pretending mm. to be hey, run out of motion uh, so that Dorothy could go in because he knew he wasn't going to succeed. That was very smart the the trinkets being green from oz a little arbitrary little that was like you could tell i assume that's from the books but maybe frank Baum or the writer of this movie they kind of ran out of ideas and it's like <laughs> what's like a really cool unique thing that can help her figure out man eh, just green just yeah. have it be like an emerald gem
1: it's a bunch of a bunch of idiots in that room, huh? Because everyone, every, all the other trinkets were just normal colors, so everyone was just like, mm-hmm,
0: maybe it's a spoon. But we shouldn't, but we shouldn't be too harsh on all those other trinkets because all of those people died because they didn't get turned back. Tragic that place yeah. collapsed and got destroyed. So,
1: let's, let's R. hope R. they died. Let's okay. hope they're not just living. Yeah, that's forks.
0: Um, speaking of uh, the end of the movie. Uh, when everything comes together at the end uh they defeat the gnome king mombi is imprisoned although she gets forgiven uh, as princess ozma says like she's she is now a powerless witch and i can think of nothing more shameful or embarrassing or just pathetic get out of here princess mombi you're a loser um but uh the wheelers i guess are good guys at the end cuz they are they like salute or bow To uh, Dorothy, as she walks by at the end with Jack and the scarecrow.
1: I didn't notice that. Were they? Yeah, they. Interesting.
0: It doesn't really get the moment that it should have gotten because, you know, it's the sort of thing where it happens very quickly and it's not in close up. There's a lot of stuff going on around it, but she, like, walks by the wheelers and they're there and, like, everybody's celebrating. (laughs) Um, I guess they were maybe forced to help. I mean, they clearly she was whipping them and stuff, so they didn't yeah. like Princess Mombi. But
1: I guess Mombi and the Nome King were the only two bad people in Oz, and were the cause of all the yeah, the source of all the ills of Oz. Hm. Was well, she in the was desert of sand?
0: Yeah, she was one of the wicked witches, I suppose, in some version I of guess it. Uh, oh, yeah. but that's very. Conv- I tried googling that and researching it for a grand total of like forty seconds. And, you know, there's – because there's the Wicked Witch of the West and Wicked Witch of the East in the original movie. And it said Mombi is the Wicked Witch of the North. But then I was like, well, isn't – aren't the North and South witches the good witches? And, you know, so mm. and that is the case. But then there's, like, a whole bunch of other witches, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, right. it, long story short, I learned nothing. I have no idea. But she's a bad guy.
1: Yeah, she's bad. And she's in the cage and apparently let loose, like, with everyone else except the known king because he – died i think because he's a rock but then rocks don't die do they i don't know he's a
0: man rock so yeah the jury is out gnome Mm -hmm. king he turned into a (laughs) garden gnome oh
1: kind of funny maybe no sorry frank Baum. um you know what stuck with me man what oh please do share share this is probably one of the saddest things i've ever seen in any movie It happens early on. Uh, It's right after Ozma, the ghost of Ozma or whatever the apparition form she takes in the asylum. This little girl, she comes in and she gives Dorothy a pumpkin. And Dorothy keeps the pumpkin. She keeps it on her desk after Ozma disappears. And then hours go by. It's dark. It's cold. She's scared. She goes to the pumpkin and starts combing it. As if it has hair. She starts combing its hair. It's like, oh, that's so sad. This little girl is trapped in an asylum and she's trying to make herself feel better. It's like, oh, maybe I'll just comb this pumpkin. I don't know. It stuck with me, man. It haunts me. It's sad. This little girl somewhere combing a pumpkin.
0: Princess Mambi, the lady who is Princess Mambi at the end of the movie, in like the second half of the movie, she originally is like the nurse or the assistant of the doctor in the asylum. And she's like risking her life chasing after these two girls, just n- wanting them not to drown. This poor lady. And at the end of the movie, she is being carted off in a prison wagon with absolutely no explanation given as to
1: why. None. I was like, what is she? Wait, hold up. What does she do? Hold <laughs> did they know what? Did, did they know what happened in Oz or something? Why is she in the, in the paddy wagon?
0: Is she she being held responsible for the girl's
1: drowning? Did she start the fire? (laughs) I have questions. Did you notice that when they were wheeling her um, in the asylum, Dorothy, uh, the assistant to the head nurse was the head wheeler guy?
0: I I didn't notice that in the movie, but I did look up the cast list, and I saw that
1: it said that. Yeah. They, they had like a two shot of him. I was like, these two look a little suspicious. I got to remember that guy's face.
0: Yeah. But he apparently was just misunderstood and abused himself. Yeah.
1: Hopefully he didn't die in that fire or get arrested. Everybody survived, doctors.
0: but the oh, doctor, okay. because he loved his machines. Oh, oh. Too much.
1: Oh, yeah. it, he did say it at a face. What was going on? And this is his little tongue. Hmm. <laughs> Like to be it gives me the good electrons.
0: So Devin, it is that time. Did this terrifying children's movie ruin your childhood?
1: Hmm. Let me think about that. Yes, man. You got your wish. All right. The last few episodes you say, man, nothing ruins your childhood, Devin. Yes, this one ruined my childhood. It ruined the Wizard of Oz for me. I'm Uh, sure because because this (laughs) you're shocked. (laughs) I, I don't know why. Don't make this about me, all right? Oh no, I'm making it about the children. Oh my God, see, so you, you wanna make it about the children, have me watch a children's movie. This is a psychological thriller. This ain't no damn children's movie. Because look, man, this did the, the way this movie ended, it suggested that all of this is a result of trauma. You know what I'm saying? There was no magical portal that she got whisk, whisked into that led her to Oz, you know, she was just stuck in a tornado. And then her trauma, the doctor made sense at the beginning. He's like, just trauma just like had her deal with shit in a weird way. You know, her aunt was there, her her uncle, her aunt was a good wish. Her uncle was the 10 man or whatever. And now she gets stuck in the rapids at like eight years old from some little girl that drowned right next to her, right after escaping the electroshock therapy. Where is she going to go? Her safe place, Oz. So she goes back to Oz. Everything's different for some reason because she needs to, you know, quantify all these strangers that she doesn't know. She's like, oh, I don't know where this guy comes from. I don't know where this guy comes from. Let me make up a new character. Uh, and then the wheelers come in. And then she wakes up in a marsh where the cops find her. And then when <laughs> then when it all settles down, she sees Princess Ozma in the mirror. And oh, yeah. she's like, huh, Oz is real. Huh. Hey, Auntie Let me go. Then Ozma says, shh, don't tell anyone. That wasn't Ozma saying that. That was Dorothy saying, hmm, let me think. Do I want to get thrown in an asylum again? No, let me just keep this to myself. Nothing. I just said up my mirror, love you. And then she just goes on living her concuss- concussed life. Because she definitely has a concussion <laughs> and hypothermia.
0: You know what your problem is, Devin, is you have too much trust in technology. You're out here believing the doctor. You're saying all you have lost the magic of Oz, man. The I, magic as terrifying. I acknowledge that this movie was terrifying. I acknowledge that it had a, it had pieces that didn't add up. But it, call me a sucker, man. It hit me in the nostalgia bones in all the right places when and where it needed to. I enjoyed rewatching this. It did not ruin my childhood. I'm not sure. I'm like queuing it up to watch it again anytime soon. It's more like a watch, fast forward to the greatest hits moments. Um, yeah. It's something you could probably watch in clips. But overall, I don't regret watching it I, because I knew. like, It just comes from that time where people were playing fast and loose with what children could watch. You know, We were playing with matches. We were riding our bikes without helmets. And we were watching Return to Oz. That's what was up.
1: You know what, man? Fine, fine. You you keep that. You keep your matches. You put your forks in your electrical sockets. I'm gonna keep my childhood intact over here. This ruined my childhood, and I'm mad at you. And I'm not gonna talk to you till the next episode.
0: <laughs> ketchup was an approved vegetable in schools. Like it's just the
1: world. I do like ketchup, so I economics. Goddamn, economics. The trauma trickles me. down. Uh. I guess so. 80s kids, man. I'm picking the next movie.
0: Please do remember to like, comment, and subscribe. It helps out the channel. It's just a brand spanking new channel. There's nothing better you can do than to make it brand spanking successful.
1: Spank it. Like brand spanking new Doug.
0: Ring the bell. Like, comment, subscribe. Just do it. You don't have anything better. You're already watching this video. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the show. We will be back next week. Until then, watch something you haven't seen in a while and hopefully it doesn't keep you up at night.
1: Mm. I'm not talking to you. Bye.